Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A cloud of dust and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Hail Silver. Red Reynolds owned the gambling hall and trading post in Pine Flats. It hadn't been much of a place until Betty Andrews went to work there. Place your bets, boys. Betty handled the roulette wheel. She was young and pretty, and she was honest. Everyone soon learned that no matter what Red Reynolds might be, the game was honest when Betty spun the wheel. Reynolds Casino grew and prospered. And it was all because of Betty. 27, Black, the winner. Sorry, boys, that's all for tonight. Now, don't take it so hard, fellas. You know the rules. When it's 12 o'clock, game's ended as far as I'm concerned. Cash your chips at the window. Betty, I want to speak to you. That makes us even, Mr. Reynolds. I want to speak to you. Come on into my office. Uh, hey, Sam. Yeah? Take care of these chips for me, will you? All right. 
After you. Thanks. Now, see here, Betty. It's costing me a pile of money when you shut the wheel down at midnight. I'm sorry, Mr. Reynolds. You know the boys won't play with anyone but you at the wheel. I want to make some Mr. Change. Reynolds, the boys will have to play with someone else at the roulette wheel. They expect to play. I'm leaving for good. What? No, you don't mean that. I'm sorry, but it's true. You can't leave. I've spent a fortune building this place. You can't walk out of me now. Oh, but I can, and I'm going to. Told you when I came here that I intended to stay no longer than I had to. Now my brother has a fine position, and he can take care of Mother. So I'm going to quit. But Betty... I promised Mother I'd quit. Well, what's the matter with working here? Isn't this casino good enough for you? Well, let's not discuss that. If it's the hours, look, it's all right if you want to stop at midnight or even a little earlier. Thanks, Mr. Reynolds, but it's no use. Well, you can't leave, see? I won't let you. Mr. Reynolds, just one minute. You've become a very important man around here, and you do have a lot of influence. But don't say you won't let me leave. I've got to lose most of my business just because that whippersnapper brother of yours finally found a job. <laughs> well, I won't take it. Let's not part bad friends. You said I was important around this town. Well, you're right. If I just say the word, your brother will lose his job, whatever it is. Who's he working for? For someone you can't browbeat. He's working for the post office department of the federal government. What? He's become a pony rider. What, that kid? Now, if you'll pay me the salary that's due... Pony rider? <laughs> Why, that underfed little sprout, what's he think he Mr. is? Mr. Reynolds. What's he mean trying to hold on a man's job? Why, he's afraid of his shadow. He's it's... nothing but... There. Why, you... You slapped me. No one slaps Red Reynolds. You'll apologize for that. Oh, let my arm go. Apologize, you hear me? Oh, you're, you're hurting me. I'll twist your arm till you say you're sorry. Never. Let, let me go. Say it. No, I, I'll never say I'm sorry. Oh, oh please. What? The, you get out of here. Try my arm, Reynolds. I'll show you. I'll try this one. Oh, golly. Did he hurt you? He... He would have broken my arm. You pay for that, mister. You're wrong, Reynolds. I won't pay for anything. Not even the food I came here to buy. <laughs> Try to pull another knife, Reynolds. I'll give you a broken arm instead of a scratch. May I see you home, Miss Andrews? Betty didn't suspect that the stranger who escorted her home was the almost legendary character known as the Lone Ranger, who had used a disguise on his face instead of the familiar mask when he went into town that night. It was later when the Lone Ranger joined Tonto in a nearby camp and told what had happened. So I didn't get the supplies we wanted, Tonto. We'll have to wait until morning when the general store opens. Ah. I think we'll spend a few days here anyway. I want to see what Reynolds is going to do. You think he'll make trouble? He's used to having his own way. Me uh, savvy. He'd be especially angry after the way I treated him. <laughs> That's right. If he tries to get even by making trouble for Betty or her brother, I want to be here to take a hand in the game. Well, how he make trouble for Pony Rider? I, I don't know. He may find some way. He has a lot of influence in this part of the country. You meet Pony Rider? No, Tonto. He's on his run. 
He'll not be home until tomorrow evening. Be savvy. <laughs> his sister's mighty proud of him. She and her mother are going to give him a royal welcome when he comes in from his first trip. You go help make royal welcome? No, Kimasabi. It's a family affair. You and I are going to keep in the background for a few days and see what Reynolds does. Mrs. Andrews and Betty worked hard the next day, fixing things that Ben liked to eat and making the small house spick and span. When it was time for the boy to arrive, they put on their best dresses, and they were none too soon, because the pony rider was right on schedule. Ma! Ben! Oh, Ben, oh. you're right on time. You bet I am, Betty. Oh, sakes alive, son. You look as if you've grown a whole inch. Oh, in a few days? <laughs> well, it's just because I'm holding my head high, that's all, Mom. Oh, son, I'm so proud of you. My boy, a pony rider. Well, how about you, Betty? You know what you promised me? Mm, and I, Honest? I left the casino last night for keeps. Oh, golly, that's great. No more Red Reynolds for this family. Now you can go on with your studying and try for that post of school teacher. Mom, you got to see that Betty does that. She will, Ben. How long can you stay home? Oh, just a few minutes. A few minutes? I got to pack some food and leave again. Oh, dear. Now, don't you worry, Mom. I'll be back again real soon. I'll fix some sandwiches right away. I'll go to the kitchen with you, Mom. Oh, just a minute, Ben. Yeah? I... I want to know something. Why, sure, sis. What is it? Is... Is your work dangerous? Oh, I know. Well, I... I've heard about Indians and mail robbers and and how they shoot pony riders from ambush. Oh, that's all talk. There's just one place on the whole route that's bad. Where's that? East of here, near Dead Forest. There's good places for ambush there, but, well, that's the only place. Oh, I see. Well, how about you, Betty? How'd Reynolds take it when you told him you were quitting? Well, he, he didn't like it. Yeah, I bet he didn't. Ben, it, is there any way he can influence the men who employ him? Well, I should say not. Mr. Peterson's my boss, and he's got little use for men like Reynolds. Why are you asking that? Oh, I just wondered, that's all. Reynolds might get ideas of forcing me to go back to work for him, if you lost your job. Well, he better not try any tricks with Mr. Peterson. Is that the door? Oh, yes, Mom. I'll see who it is. Oh, Mr. Peterson. Hey, Mom, come in here. Howdy, Ben. Well, golly, come on in. Oh, this is my sister, Betty. I've seen you around town, Miss Betty. Glad to know you. Thanks, Mr. Peterson. Oh, won't you sit down? Oh, I'm sorry, but I just stopped by to see how Ben likes his job. Oh, fine. The stable man said you got in all right. You called me, Ben? Oh, Mom, this is Mr. Peterson, my boss. Oh, I'm glad to know you, Mr. Peterson. The same. Betty and I are so proud of Ben. And you should be. Takes a good man to be a pony rider. I... I worried so about it. I him. tried to tell Mom that there's not much danger. Biggest enemy of a pony rider is the rider himself. Huh? It's pretty hard for crooks to rob the Pony Express unless the rider sells out. Sells out? Oh, I'm not worried about that in your case. I can usually tell what a man is by his family and his face. Well, I'd like to see anyone try to talk me into selling out the government. <laughs> uh, you'll be all right, Ben. Yes, sir, you'll be all right. You bet I will. And that's more than you can say for Red Reynolds. <laughs> I bet he'll go broke without Betty to bring customers into his casino. Ben was absolutely right. 
business in the casino fell off sharply, and Reynolds became angrier with each evening that brought a smaller attendance than the night before. The Lone Ranger and Tonto spent considerable time in the place in various disguises so they might keep track of Reynolds and his plans. They were there when Reynolds met a man called Baxter and took him to a corner table. Sit down, Baxter. Listen to what I've got to say. Well, I haven't got much time, Red. Maybe you can take the time if it's made worthwhile. Look around here. Compare the crowd to what I used to get. I've done that. <laughs> you didn't think the men came here to see you, did you, Red? Oh, never mind <laughs> your smart remarks, Baxter. Just pay attention to what I tell you. Go on. Got to get that girl back here or go broke. I guess she won't come back. She will if her brother loses his job. Ain't likely he'll lose it, though. Or, or is it? It's likely he will. If you do what I say and don't muddle things. Mm. I can handle most everything myself. There's one thing I need you for. Go ahead, Red. I'm fixing a story about Ben being bribed to lose the mail. I want him to come in and tell about being robbed. He'll deny it when he's charged with losing the mail on purpose and claim he doesn't know a thing about it. When the bribe money's found on him, he'll be jailed. I reckon my part is to do the robbing, huh? Yeah. Why don't you let me shoot him? That'd have put a stop to his earning cash. Now, if that happened, everyone would be sorry for his folks and they'd help him out. I want to disgrace that kid and have him jailed. And Betty will need cash for a lawyer and she'll have to come back to work. Oh, uh, I'll go over the plans with you later. Why not now? Peterson has just come in. He's Ben's boss. Peterson, eh? He come here often? No, he's here because I sent word I wanted to see him. I got to prepare him for what's to come. Sit right here. I'll join you later. Well, good evening, Mr. Peterson. Just the man I want to see. I got your message, Reynolds. Good. What do you want to speak to me about? Hmm, sit down over here. Oh, I can listen standing up. Would you like a drink? I'd like to hear what you have to say. That's all. All right, then. I'm speaking to you because I think you should know what's going on, especially when it concerns the Pony Express. Well? <laughs> After all, as a, as a taxpayer, I'm contributing to the Pony Express. A shareholder, you might say. Get to the point, Reynolds. Well, the other evening, I heard a couple of men talking. One of them was wagging his tongue pretty free. Yeah? He wouldn't have been so talkative if he hadn't had a couple of drinks. What did he say? He talked about robbing the Pony Express. Indeed. Now, I don't want to make trouble for anyone. But you'd be smart if you kept an eye on your new rider. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. Red Reynolds, owner of the casino gambling hall, had sent for Mr. Peterson, manager of the local Pony Express office. As the two men talked, Reynolds tried to cast suspicion on the new rider recently hired to carry mail for the Pony Express. Who are you talking about? Ben Andrews. <laughs> that Reynolds is about the cheapest trick I've ever heard of. Trick? Why, oh, you cheap gambler. I know all about you. About the business you lost when Ben's sister quit. You think I'm speaking of Ben because of that? Of course you are. All right. That's the way you feel about it. But don't say you weren't warned. You can ignore what I said if you want to. But if my information proves to be correct, I'll write to Washington and say that you knew what was going to happen and you ignored it. Anytime you want to write to Washington, you come into my office and say so. I'll pay for the postage. As for Ben Andrews... You try to make any trouble for him, and you'll deal with me. He sure has pulled the wool over your eyes, hasn't he, Peterson? Or uh, maybe it's his sister that's done it, hmm? Good night, Reynolds. <laughs> you can ignore what I said, mister. But you'll remember it in a day or so. Ben Andrews reported to the station to start on his regular run as a pony rider. He was surprised to find Mr. Peterson, the district supervisor, there to meet him. Oh, gosh, Mr. Peterson, I, I didn't expect to see you here. Anything wrong? No, Ben, nothing's wrong. I thought you'd be checking in the next town by this time. I'm going to stay here for a few days. Well, that's fine. Maybe you can get to the house for a meal sometime when I'm home. You think you'll be here when I get back? Mm, maybe so. Here comes your horse, Ben. About time for the mail to come in. Here's your horse, Ben. Hope you can hold him down. He's raring the trap. Oh, good. There comes the mail right on schedule. Good luck, Ben. Thanks. Don't forget what I told you the other day. I won't. Mount up, Ben. Steady, Ben. Here they are. How's my time? Right. Steady there, boy. Steady now. There you are, Ben. On your way. Good riding. Get up there. There he goes. How is the new rider, Mr. Peterson? Good, good man. Bring your horse around, Jerry. Hey, come on, boy. Come on. Well, Mr. Peterson, are you still around town? Looks like it, doesn't it, Reynolds? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you came out of your rat hole in daylight. You'd better be glad I did. If you have any more to tell me about the Pony Express, don't bother. Now, hold on. If you think you can get Ben thrown off this job so you can get his sister back to work for you... You're wrong. Well, maybe you're right about me having a grudge against the family. But that's got nothing to do with what I have to tell you. I now listen to me. Young Andrews is going to be offered a tidy sum of money to let some crooks get the mail. But I don't believe you. All right, you'll hey, find... Hey, boss, see? What the... Get your hands up! Stop him, boss! Stop him! Out of Do something. Get him. He's masked. He was inside the station. He must have had that horse waiting on the side. You let him get away. How could I stop him? He took my gun when I went inside. I'm not wearing a gun. What'd he take? He grabbed some mail sacks. Empty ones. Empty? Yeah. Must have thought they had mail in them. Mm, I see. Peterson, it seems to me you're mighty calm about this. It won't help any to get excited, will it? But, boss, we got to do something. I'll report it. Doggone, he scared me out of a year's growth. I thought sure he'd drill me with them heavy guns he's wearing. And did you see him travel? That white horse is as fast as anything we got on the mail run. Yes, Hank, I, uh, I guess it is. 
Lone Ranger rode hard across the plains until he came to the woods where Tonto waited in a small camp. There he reined up. Who's over here? Who's that? He's a big fella. You got empty mailbags, Kimosami? Yes, Tonto. Now the first part of our plan is finished. Uh, you have any trouble? <laughs> no, it was quite easy. The old man dropped his gun in a hurry, and Peterson was unarmed. <laughs> that good. The rest <laughs> of the plan won't be as easy. <laughs> Going to take the hardest kind of travel. Oh, that's right. You said that Baxter had two men to help him? Ah. Where do they plan to stop Andrews? Stop him in Dead Forest. East of here? Ah. They'll stop him on his return run, won't they? Not what we hear. Then I'll have to stop him on that same trip before he gets to the Dead Forest. Good luck, Kimasabi. Thanks, Toto. We'll do our best. Hey, big fella. One silver! Ben Andrews finished the eastbound part of his run, then rested until the westbound rider came into the station. He received the packet of mail, a fresh horse, then set out for the return trip to his hometown. Steady, boy. Adios. Good riding. Get up there. The pony rider was equipped for speed and nothing else. He wore the lightest of close-fitting clothing and for defense carried only one pistol of small caliber. The mail was the thing that counted. Mail so important that people paid postage at the rate of $10 an ounce. Ben made a stop to change horses, then raced on with no suspicion that he was the victim of a carefully prepared plan that was to lead to his own disgrace. He was east of the dead forest when he saw a white horse cutting in from the side. The rider of that horse wore a mask. Come on, Silver! Ben, rein up! I want to speak to you! Like fun, I will! Get up! Get along there! Ben tried to outride the masked man, but the white horse was too fast to leave behind. Get away! Leave me alone or I'll shoot! You asked for this! You can't hit a mark at that speed! Get away! You've got to stop! The horses were neck and neck. Get away, do you hear? Get away! Get away or I'll shoot to kill! I'll show you! I'll take the gun! Why are you... Over, Silver! The masked man knocked Ben's gun away. And he reached across the narrow space and grabbed the bridle of the Pony Express horse. Whoa, whoa, back, Silver, whoa! You can't get away with this. You'll hang. Ben, listen to me a minute. This is to help you. You'll hang. I'm carrying the United States mail. That's why I'm interested in you. Now listen to me or you'll be disgraced. Your sister will be back in Reynolds' place. Don't you mention my sister. Take these empty pouches. I'm going to take care of that man. No, here, give me those. All right, but that's the way it has to be. You're going to be stopped again. The men who are waiting ahead are out to get you. Now listen to what I tell you. Why, you... Peterson, listen to me. What? My boss? Yes. Now you listen. The Lone Ranger talked in a way that soon won the confidence of the young pony rider. Then he took the mail and dashed away, leaving Ben with the empty sacks. A moment later, Ben, too, rode along the mail route. later when Baxter came into town and met Red Reynolds. Baxter, you sure you can count on those two men you lined up? Sure I can. They don't get paid off until they do their job. And they might find enough in the mail sacks if I had to satisfy oh, them. Oh, they'll do their part. Don't worry about them. All you got to do is plant some money on young Andrews and everything is set. I'll manage that part. When? Got the cash right here. I'll shove it in his pocket when he gets to the station. He's about due, ain't he? Yeah. His mother and sister have already gone there to meet him when he comes in. You wait here, Baxter. I'll join you when the job is done. Well, Miss Andrews.
Mrs. Andrews. Huh. Good afternoon, Mr. Reynolds. Saw you and your mother here at the station. I thought it'd be a good time to apologize for, well, for everything. Indeed. I want you to know that I want to be friends. Anytime there's anything I can do for you, or for your family... You're hanging around the station again, Reynolds? Yes. I, uh, I'm expecting mail on the Pony Express. Oh, you are, huh? It's a valuable letter with a cash draft in it. And I don't mind telling you, Peterson, that I'd make trouble if it was lost. Won't be lost. Won't be too sure about that. You know what I tried to tell you about your new rider? Are you speaking of my brother? Miss Betty, he tried to make me think your brother was going to double-cross the government. Why, Of you... all the ornery lies. Lies, huh? Yes. Well, then I'll tell you some more. I heard that your brother's going to take $200 in cash for letting some crooks get the mail he's carrying. I won't believe a word of it. Pony rider coming. Here's the horse and the new rider. I'm all set, Mr. Peterson. Look, there's two riders coming. What's that white horse riding alongside the bend? Hey, that white horse is traveling fast. Great day. That's the masked man. Who? The one that got the empty mail sacks. He's coming back. Peterson, are you in league with crooks? Oh, howdy. Masked man, you stole from the office. Shut up, Reynolds. That's my affair, not yours. Of course, that man's I admit him. taking a couple of empty sacks, and I'll pay for them. That man's... He's up... all right. He's a friend of mine. We met this side of the dead force. Where's the mail? Right here. There's to be a letter for me. And don't try to say it was stolen from you. Stolen? Oh, we know all about your scheme, Ben Andrews. We know you were bribed to let someone steal the mail. There was nothing stolen. He's right, Reynolds. His pouches are intact. There's no mail to be dropped off here. What? What's that? You mean to say that... You weren't robbed? Of course I wasn't robbed. I'll bet there's bribe money in your pocket right now. Bribe money for what, Reynolds? Well, By any chance did you plan to have him robbed? Then slip cash into his pocket so it looked as if he'd taken a bribe? Well, I... Did you? Now, see here. Who's that mask man? There's something mighty funny about this deal. Uh, I don't see why. Mail's come in as usual, and it's going out as usual. What's funny about that? But that mask I man... I met him on the trail. What of it? We're friends, Reynolds. That's right. I owe him a lot, but... Well, for something he did to help my sister. Did you put money in Ben's pocket to frame him, Reynolds? What makes you think... If you did, you'd better admit it, or you'll not get it back. What? Say, there is some cash here. That money is... Yours? Uh, Never mind. Well, speak up, Reynolds. I'd like to hold you for trying to bribe a pony rider. I don't know anything about the money in his pocket. Good day. (laughs) Good riddance. Well, looks like you found some money, huh, Ben? Oh, gosh, about I... time you did some explaining, son. What's all this talk about you taking a bribe? Mom, all I know is that the masked man stopped me and gave me empty sacks and took the full ones. Some men stopped me in a dead force and stole the empty sacks. Then the masked man met me again and returned the meal. Uh, Mr. Peterson, no, I don't know don't, any... don't try to explain it to me, son. I heard a few things before I told the masked man it'd be all right to borrow a couple of empty sacks. <laughs> that settles it, Peterson. I got to meet Toto. You want to know what's happening? Oh, but wait a minute. Hank, you can start the next rider on his way. It's about time. Here, Jerry, take the mail and travel. Uh, yeah, in just a second. Huh? Well, what are you waiting for? I want my pony to get an eye full of that white horse that's taking the masked man somewhere. Now, there's the way a horse should travel. Well, Jerry, maybe your horse could do better if you... Well, uh, if you were the Lone Ranger...
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank <laughs> you.